The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Howdy. Welcome to Retro Bliss Presents Pocket Reviews. This is our first pocket episode in a while because of fun times that have happened lately. Uh, we're here, though, bringing you a new episode, and it's one I'm excited about. It's the game I picked out. It's probably been two months ago now. We're pretty close to it. Um, but I do want to ask right quick, how are you guys doing? Because we've not recorded with Tim, who's here. Hey, guys. Uh, in a while. How's it going, Tim? Oh, uh, yeah, it's been... One thing after another, we we had uh, we had COVID, <laughs> and that was fun. Um, but we're all good now. I have a slight cough, so um, but I'll try to mute myself. But other than that, life's just you know, just life. I'm really glad to be yeah. back recording because it's been a couple of months for me anyway. Yeah, uh, it's been a couple of months since Johnny's recorded anything. I'm sure. Yeah, I haven't heard from him lately. Yeah, he doesn't do eight shows. No, he doesn't. Actually, I was trying to exaggerate, but that was probably not an exaggeration at all, was it? I, I you got to introduce me first before I talk. <laughs> this is Johnny. He does at least eight podcasts, <laughs> at least twelve. He does at least twelve, and I've one cut of them back. very well. I've cut back. Uh, see this one, retro pop, panel discussion. Uh, I did it one day. It's, it's four, at least four on a consistent okay. basis. That's not as me as I thought. You got to up your game. <sighs> well, it's four uh, and a half, really, because. Uh, we're we're switching things ever for history creeps and that hasn't started yet, but uh, the other I'd say four on a consistent basis. You know what? I actually do miss history creeps. Me too. One podcast you stopped and I missed it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want you to do less podcasts so we have more time to do this one. But then I missed that <laughs> you're one. The, you're the one that's, with your job that's very hard to schedule. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. But then uh, but then when I can, it's like. Nope, I'm recording poopity poop. It's because nope, it's we're gonna air, poop today. We're gonna air all our dirty laundry right here and now. That's because you always tell me like a day or two before. I need to know like a week in advance. I gave you. All right, all right, we're gonna air some dirty laundry. <laughs> Last time when Tim wasn't on, I think we were just doing the Wave Race Pocket episode. Yeah, I gave you literally a five day span, and there was like one two hour window you could do it in that five days. They may to be, be fair. True. That's pretty unusual. But it's like you gotta yeah. be kidding me. That and doesn't so I, usually happen. So I secretly, I secretly have been bad mouthing you to these other podcasts, so they'll drop you, and then we'll have all the time we need. All right. Well, whatever I say, why, is that why I'm not stop talking to me? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I told him some really bad things, and most of them weren't true. Um, <laughs> but them, you guys, <laughs> you guys both messed up. So now I'm gonna have to really clean this up for yep. for a family friendly show. What did I, I do? To mess up? Yeah, well, why was it our because you were supposed to remind me to tell you the the update to something that happened, and you forgot. So oh. now I got to say it on the air. I was, um, I was are you sure you're trying to clean my own name? No. This, are this you sure be, you should say that on the air? No, no. I'm going to clean this up a lot. So only people who I want to see how you do this. Yeah, <laughs> really, me too. Check out seem... Patreon. I'll give all if you all remind me because we plan to record a Patreon today because we're way behind on that. I will oh. give the full details on Patreon. Yeah, save it for Patreon. Explicit teaser. details. Something that happened to Trevor at work. Yeah. Explicit. Uh, Something very explicit. Well, it didn't uh, happen to well, Trevor. Not, not directly to me, but Thank I had goodness. to deal with it. Yeah, it's, it's it's 
I'll give you a clue. Uh, you could take that cookie and stick it up your yeah. <laughs> and guys, so I'll say to y'all is uh, he wanted it back. Ew. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> teaser. Go to Patreon. Yeah, teaser. Go to Patreon. <laughs> that'll get them that'll well, get them. well in fairness it was his property <laughs> yep yep but i couldn't believe it that being said would you, would you want to pick yeah so somebody so i semi got in trouble because i didn't fathom that possibility and i was already gone and another nurse had to dig in the trash for it so there you go well you threw it away oh trevor do you know I, how expensive those things are i didn't Damn. but i didn't stop them from doing it because the I doctor would... said we don't need it <laughs> yeah exactly how yeah so it well, got we thrown don't... away and uh then they wanted it back so uh i, love I this got a phone vagueness. call like where is it like well i didn't keep it <laughs> <laughs> i have it right here <laughs> they think you took it turn into patreon to so find out whole, what yeah, it this, is this whole conversation is annoying if you don't know what i'm talking about so go to patreon our uh <laughs> we're gonna do our top five hour-long tv shows yeah and in that episode i'll reveal all the details it'll be all very fairly <laughs> r-rated just by nature yeah yeah just by what it is <laughs> all right that being said speaking of r-rated and those kinds of things happening to a person klonoa empire of dreams it does sound uh, like something you go to the doctor for it <laughs> does sounds case, like a klonoa. disease yeah like some kind of disease i got i got the making, klonoa i made too much sweet love <laughs> this is worse than that clam diddy i had this is the klonoa the Clem Diddy. It, is it burns. <laughs> Clem Diddy sounds like a rapper just raps about like just sexual transmitted diseases. <laughs> Speaking of sexually transmitted diseases, um, I have gotten very recently and very late to the party, which is my normal. Uh, <laughs> I just saw Tim walk away and I know uh, he's trying to be discreet, but I had to laugh. Um, so <laughs> I've very recently gotten very interested in Klonoa because they released uh, the remake of the original PlayStation game, uh, Door to Phantom Isle. Uh, it's on Switch, and I think probably all the other systems. It's called the Reverie, the Reverie series. It has the first two Klonoa games um, compiled and remastered, and it got me interested in Klonoa. And then I remembered, wait a minute, I have Klonoa on Game Boy Advance. It's a game I picked up years ago. And honestly, just never put that much time into. But I'm like, okay, well, now is the time. So, Klonoa, Empire of Dreams, was almost a launch game. It's 2001 Namco and Now Productions developed it. I don't know what Now Productions has done. I'm sure they probably did a lot in that era, but I just don't know. But Namco, they're, Klonoa's there. I can, tell you when, I can tell you when they did it. Yesterday. Now. <laughs> oh. uh, I would or say... Is this probably accurate? Pac-Man yep. is by far Namco's biggest mascot, but it's probably Klonoa after that in a distant second. Uh, definitely, definitely Pac-Man. Who is else? Known by. I want to look up the man. Well, they did dig sure. Doug. I think probably yeah, worldwide Doug. it would be Klonoa after Pac-Man, but in America, uh, Klonoa is not as well known. Um, but uh, maybe I'm just saying that because Klonoa, I remember, wore a Pac-Man hat in the original game, uh, a hat with actual Pac-Man logo on it. Um, but I guess he was sort of their take on a mascot platformer. But we're Absolutely. talking about the Game Boy Advance oh, man, they, game. All right, just real quick. Uh, the, the Pac-Man, of course, Dig Dug, Galaga, yeah. Tekken. Mm -hmm. uh, I would I would put all those above this. Oh, <laughs> Soul Calibur. You're, you're just looking to hate. That's not even what I was saying. I was saying mascots. 
they really don't have many. Like, I don't think Tekken is a mascot. I mean, what is his name? Habuchi or whatever. It's kind of, I guess. Tekken's a series, not a mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig Dug, I would say maybe his name's actually Dig Dug, right? No, he has a name. That's he right. does. We, we and he was the it. first video game character to get a divorce. Oh, so look I, into I, that. It's interesting. I would say maybe the Dig Dug character, whose name I don't remember, might be their second biggest mascot then. But, then Clonola. You know. He's one of the rare ones, too, because uh, unlike in real life, divorces are rare in video games. It's true. That's true, yeah. You don't see it much. <laughs> no. And what a weird thing for that character to have gone through. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> you got to have character development somehow. <laughs> yeah. He had a wife. There's a whole... I wish I... If I could remember the details accurately, I would say it, but I don't. So I'm not going to say it anymore. Speaking of dark things, which I eventually want to cover this game, which I don't know how we will, because I don't know. But apparently... Uh, the the original Klonoa game for PlayStation had a kind of dark ending for how bright and bubbly the game was. So I'm interested in discovering that. Mm. Uh, but again, we're talking about Empire of Dreams, which was basically a launch game for the Game Boy Advance. It came out... So this is unfortunate, and I didn't remember this. Um, it came out in 2001. Uh, sorry, I just had a brain freeze. No, I'm thinking straight. Yeah, yeah. It came out in 2001. Guess the date. 9-11. I, that's what I assumed. I just yeah, not not it. not great luck, which is kind of par for the course for Klonoa. And like it just never it never got as big in North America as it seemed like it could have. Because when the original came out, uh it was it was a very impressive 3D platformer at a time when that's what people wanted. But then after that, it's like I don't know, just it just never caught on here like it did in other places. But <clears throat> the Game Boy Advance Dream. The Game Boy Advance Dream, the Game Boy <laughs> Advance game called Empire of Dreams, is a. Uh, I mean, I feel like the original Clonoa is pretty much a straight platformer. This is very much a puzzle platformer, mm -hmm. uh, pure and simple. Um, you have tasks you have to complete. I and... say it's a. I say it's a light puzzle. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I'm just going to start there. This is this is my show. I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> the, the way this. He's mad with power, Dib. <laughs> when I realized this wasn't just a platformer like the PlayStation game, at first I was a little disappointed, but Johnny's right. It's a light puzzle platformer. Like, it's not like you're just scratching your brain. It's more, you just got to figure out how to progress through the level because you always have to collect three stars, and that usually requires finding keys to unlock doors. But it's not like a Metroidvania. It's not really, it's not a maze game. I never felt lost. No, it's never, it's not a maze game. I wouldn't consider this a maze game. It's more of a, when, I say, when we say puzzle, it's more like, like you said, trying to figure out where the keys are or trying to figure out how to get to a higher yeah. platform that you can't jump to. It's that type of puzzle solving. Yeah, it's very self-contained. Yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, I remember something that happened an hour ago. No, it's all in one little self-contained level. Um. Tim, what did you have history with this game? I mean, my history is boring. I, I bought it years ago, but never played it much for some stupid reason. I uh, know last um, few days, but my history was literally stumbling upon it via um, other means years ago um, and being like, wow, this is a really kind of going down the list of games and being like, wow, this is really well done. Who is this character? And then I looked into it and it turns yeah. out a good friend of mine. Tom, shout out to him. He he has these two games and on and he's he he got them when they came out and he loves the series and the character. I think he even has one of the PS2 games too. 
So I talked to him about it and he's and he was really up on it and he got the new one, too. And I believe played through it. The Klonoa series has like a, a, a strong cult following, but unfortunately, it's kind of just a cult following, at least in America, because you got the original game and then the PlayStation 2 game, uh, which are both on that new remake. Um, and then you got basically. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious. How, advanced games. I'm very curious how those games play. You said they're just straight up platformers. So I'm very Pretty curious much, yeah. if they're they, like, how do they, do you like interact with the enemies the same way as you do on this? Yes. One? That is, yes, this okay. is taken from that. The PlayStation okay. game came out like what? 97 or 96. In my Something opinion, like that. that might be as dumb as that sounds. And as simple as that sounds, it might be one of the things that kind of keeps this from being like an American renowned platformer. Right. Cause it's a little different yeah. than other platformers when it comes. Yeah. To that. Yeah. Klonoa doesn't have an impressive jump. He has a fairly short jump, and then he can float a little bit with his ears. Yeah, you I mostly guess, and the enemies yeah. are almost exclusively there to help you in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, they're they they'll hit you, but you you it's only because you're dumb and run into them basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so the main conceit of Klonoa is the same as the PlayStation original. You can jump if you hold the jump button, you flutter for a couple seconds, but you're just not going to be able to make most jumps. You have to grab the enemies. They call it shooting. It's like a star bullet, but you're basically grabbing them. Mm-hmm. And then you can double jump. And the only way you can double jump is by using an enemy to double jump. You like bounce off their body, basically. Yeah, it's it's stupid easy to do. Yeah. So easy, in fact, that I was getting frustrated when I was first playing this because <laughs> my brain was like, well, I got to push up with jump to do this. And I just kept throwing the no. poor little flying bird guy. And I was like, I can't. Oh, and then I was like, oh, you just, you literally just push jump again. <laughs> yep. Yep. And surprisingly, that's enough to make. Uh, now I, I should mention I, I ordered the the Ravery series, the remake for Switch. It's coming from Japan and it still hasn't freaking made it here because I wanted the physical edition because I'm that guy. But I played the demo a bunch because it's free for everybody that has a Switch. And I think the the enemy jumping thing is enough to make it feel unique. Like uh and I don't know if it's quite the case as much in the Game Boy Advance game we're talking about, but it, it does make it feel different still. Um because other than that, all you're trying to do in a level is collect three stars. And once you collect three stars, the door opens up and you can leave. Um, you're going to have to collect keys just to progress in the level. But the only collectibles that are mandatory are the three stars. Um, there's also 30 gems per level. And I don't know what you unlock, but I know it's a big thing with Klonoa players, including in the PlayStation original game, to collect all the gems in a level. Because I think if you do it like in a whole world, something special unlocks. Um, but but the only thing you have to do is collect three stars. And the trickiest puzzles might be like, um, gosh, I just don't see how I can get up to this place. And like the trickiest thing I think I encountered was like in, once you get to like the third world, you start getting these little ma- mouse bombs. I don't know what they're called. But you pick them up. And as soon as you pick them up, they start counting down and then they'll blow up. So it has a little bit of clever puzzling with that to where you can like throw it at a switch and that gives you time to go run somewhere before it blows up and activates the switch. That's the kind of puzzle we're talking about. It doesn't get much more complicated than that. There's no. um, there's uh, blocks that you can pick up and there's an area where there's these, they kind of remind me of something out of Mario, but they're like a circle with eyes and spikes on them. Yeah. So sometimes you have to throw the block, the block, the block on top of the spikes and to, mm-hmm. to be able to ride down or get up to places. It's stuff like that, 
or bring a block with you so you can throw it somewhere to give you that little bit of extra area to get a key yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and while I do think that using the enemies and the blocks as you do does set this platformer apart as being a little different, the sound that he makes every time he does it at first was cute, but then he does it every single time you <laughs> do that jump and you do that jump a lot. <laughs> I literally never thought about that, but I think you're right. Klonoa does have a voice, and especially for a GBA platformer, it's kind of unusual. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and, and it's fine at first, but it's, I think any sound, if you hear it as the same sound with no different yeah. pitch tone or anything, it's just the same exact sound over and over and over again, it's it's going to get annoying. And this one did, did to me. I'm just going to say this is a fact, and y'all take it as you will. Klonoa, to me, sounds like a little Japanese boy. Like... That's what he sounds like to me. I assume that's what they were going for. Yeah, I, I guess mm -hmm. it's a little kid, nonetheless. Either way, sounds like a kid in any case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I get. I mean, children are horrible. So I guess I get what Johnny's saying. But um, <laughs> no, um, I it's will the, say it's, it's the same noise again and again and again and again and no, again, yeah. again and again and again and again and again. And that again, kind of thing again. has always annoyed you. I remember specifically the uh, yeah, change uh, it up, cry out loud. Oh, uh, what was it? Iron Tank. Yes, <laughs> Iron Tank. Yeah. Do you remember that? Johnny gave oh, the game gosh. like a three, and I, honestly I know. think the sound effects were most of the reason. I don't even remember it. I put it out of my brain. Yeah, like it's a solid like seven out of ten game, and you hated, <laughs> which they were awful. To be fair, like the explosion sound effects were horrible. Whatever I give it was fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, but yeah, you hated it. Because I got that. it. I got an idea for a bonus show, Johnny reacting to sounds. <laughs> that, that, that's a whole series right there. And the, the last one is just him weeping, going, I'm old. No, I'd do that anyway. It's a daily oh, thing for me. I hear that. No, I, I get it. I've gotten so mad at young people things this week. Everybody's but, on my lawn. Yeah, they're all on my lawn. Get off. Get off my lawn. So what do y'all think about... Okay, so... I think probably... Well, I guess it's spoiler. Well, go ahead. I was I was going. To, I, th I thought you were going to go into graphics, and I had a question about the graphics. Uh, well, this is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just as far as the gameplay loop, like, how do y'all feel? Is it satisfying y'all? Because basically, you are doing collecting three gems, find the goal. Um, and so I did, and I did have to backtrack a couple of times because I'd missed one or something like that. Yeah, but I never yeah. ever felt like it was maze like, which is a positive for me because you know how I get annoyed with that. So no, and especially as the levels go on, you have to backtrack sometimes, but it's not yeah. very far. It's just right. the way the yeah. levels are made. Yeah, yeah. So I never, felt, I never felt super lost or anything like that. Right. No. I mean, do y'all like that gameplay loop? I guess that's the question because it's not quite just a platformer, but it's also not like a Zelda type game either. I, mean, I, I liked it. I think the the way they adapted it from the because um, the PlayStation games were kind of more like a traditional platformer, kind of that 2.5 area, yeah, not yeah, quite Johnny, 3D. Basically, if you play Crash Bandicoot, Johnny, the levels that are yeah. just strictly like stuck on a like platforming levels. Yeah, that's what Klonoa is, basically. Yeah. In my opinion, okay. done better. <clears throat> but, uh, well, done better than the original, but I love Crash Bandicoot. So, mm. but I think the original, all right, hot take. I think the original Klonoa, holds up better than the original Crash Bandicoot. I can like, say that. Because I loved Crash Bandicoot, but I went back to play the remake and the original. Like, I think Crash 3 Warped is a masterpiece. But the original Crash Bandicoot, like that level where you're climbing up the big wooden wall, it is so frustrating because the perspective is just hard to judge your jumps. Yeah, it does have a lot of frustrating <clears throat> parts because I, I remember 
um, forgetting about that. And then when I got that remastered one that came out not too long ago, yeah. like that's still in there. And I remember getting very annoyed with it. I haven't played any of the other Klonoa, so I can't compare one to the other. But um, I think you'll enjoy yeah. the original. I'm excited to maybe eventually talk about it. Sorry, Tim, <laughs> cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was basically it. I feel oh. like uh, they took the main mechanic from... <clears throat> the original Klonoa games as in the grab the enemy and jump the the double jump mechanic. And they translated it into a, onto that system pretty darn well. Honestly, that's the way I'd say. Um, I'd love to go back and play the other um, Klonoa games someday, but the only ones I kind of have any experience with is this one. And a little bit, there is a sequel on Mm -hmm. the GBA as well. I have a little bit. I, I've at least tried it, but I haven't put the time into that one. Is Dream Termina, Tournament or Dream Championship? Luna. Um, oh. Lunar something. No, that's the PS2 game. Luna's Unveil or something. Oh, like Luna's Unveil. That's the PS2 game. Yeah. This was like Dream Tournament or Dream Championship. Yeah, there is a so, second. There is a second. GBA yeah, game, I can't yeah, remember yeah. now. But yep. Johnny, what were you going to say? I uh, you said you had some mixed emotions about the gameplay. Um. Overall, this game grew on me the more I played it. Yeah. But I think just my stupid brain oh, yeah. thinks platform. <laughs> <laughs> so quick to agree with that. <laughs> uh, well, my brain thinks platformers, like I'm just in the vein of Mario and Sonic go from point A to point B. And yeah. This is a lot of going back and forth. So it's a little different. It does grow on you. So that part I got over with. I mean, like, I'm not going to hold that against it. I think it's just trying to be different. And I'm not, and I'm totally cool with games trying to be different. Uh, I was going to ask though, graphically, obviously this game looks great. I think this game looks, it's, it's bright, it's colorful, it's fun. Um, what is this main character supposed to be? I mean, this is my first experience <laughs> with Klonoa and I don't know what Klonoa is. And side note, I've never had a handheld game have so much exposition. <laughs> uh-huh. They just kept talking and talking and talking before I could play. I, I can't believe you don't know what he is. Everybody knows what Klonoa is. By that, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard two people agree. <laughs> but I've, most people say cat, but a lot he's of cat, people also say rabbit. He's he's kind of a combination of both in a way. Yeah. I'd say cat, that, rabbit, yeah. yeah. He's a cat with rabbit ears. He's a cabot. He's a cabot, yeah. Yeah. Or a rat. Oh, that don't work. No, that cabot. Don't work. That's, a, that's a brand of cheese. Yeah. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, cabot, I that. yeah. Cabot cheese. Yeah. Huh. Of course I do that. I'm a smart person. Yeah, me yeah. too. And I, I enjoy cheese. I'm definitely not in the South where all things are insulated. Um, cheese. So you guys yeah, have I, cheese in the South, right? You know what that is? Cheese, barely. Uh, okay, barely. Yeah. Okay. It's all the same cheese down here. It's just You just have cheddar. You just scoop it on whatever is there. You have cheese whiz. You have liquid cheese. Oh, we sure oh, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We yeah, use the juice. <laughs> so yeah, Clo is a cabot. And no, I think uh, for a launch window-ish, Game Boy Advance game, this is the kind of game you'd show off your Game Boy Advance with. It's I, super bright and colorful. Yeah, it yeah. looks it looks great. The main character, I was trying to decide this when I was looking at his character design. He looks fine, but it's just something about like your really iconic ones like Sonic and you know and Tails and and uh you know any of your uh, I would even. <laughs> All right, this game's way way better than than, than Bubsy, but I'm talking just purely character design here. Okay, oh uh, there's Sonic and Tails and Bubsy and all these characters that you can remember very well have very 
simplistic designs. Uh, I know when they were making Sonic, they did that with, on purpose. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I think that really helps those characters. I sort of think that Klonoa uh, is a little bit more complicated design ways than those other ones. And maybe that's another thing that's kind of holding. He is wearing more clothes. That's true. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, in America, we love our uh, animals that stand up and walk and talk to not have pants. Yeah. Mm. It's here's a, a big pi- deal for us. I mean, here's a picture of him, like the actual art. The Game Boy Advance game, it would be hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does have a little more going on than like Sonic or Bubsy. That's true. But he do, I he, mean, he does look like he could fit in the Sonic universe. Like, oh, I'll God, say, yeah. Also, I'll, I'll say that, but uh, he just looks a little bit more complicated than those other characters. He does have his hat on backwards, which screams 90s. So I understand yeah. that. I love the Pac-Man on his hat, though. That's just awesome. That just yeah. tells me that just tells me that he's. He follows Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> he's hat. He's hip. He's cool. Uh, yeah, I like the Klonoa design pretty well, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious mm-hmm. that he's not as popular as one of the greats like Bubsy, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? I'm though? just saying like Bubsy's easy to remember what he looks no, like. No, Bubsy is more well-known probably for better or worse. I'm not, <laughs> he's definitely not a better game. Not no, even close, no. but. Bubsy's remembered for some of the wrong reasons too. You know, they, they say there's no such yeah. thing as bad press. So it's like maybe Klonoa is in that area that if you know, you know, and he's definitely a lot more quality than Bubsy. Yes. But I'm just, um, I was just trying yeah. to decide why he never really caught on in America as well. Um, because you would think a character like this, yeah. it's a platformer and it's a cute cartoon type character. Usually those, you know, kids eat that up over here. Um, and it seems like the kids who did experience the games still love them. Like he yeah. has that staying power, but he never clicked, I guess, is, which it, is weird. Yeah. yeah. Could it be because he started off on PlayStation and more, more kids maybe. maybe had a Nintendo 64 in that era? I don't know. I, I think, no, I think more kids probably had Crash Bandicoot. Uh, and maybe he oh, kind of was true. a victim to Bandicoot because we had Bandicoot fever in America. We did. A it victim is a sh- to Bandicoot. It is a shame, though. I'll, I'll say, like, I didn't. I remember seeing Klonoa. Like, I remember seeing the character. I remember seeing the PlayStation case. I think in my head, it was a different kind of game. I never realized it was pretty much a straightforward platformer. Mm. And, and Bandicoot is a much simpler design character as well. Yeah, uh, More I, marketed, I mean, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely more oh, marketed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can, we could do a little test one day where we, we're not allowed to look up any pictures of these characters and you try to draw them from memory. And I guarantee you we'll all get way closer and all those other ones than we ever will with Klonoa. <laughs> we possible. Had, there is a storied history too. Like part of it is that they kind of stopped marketing the games. Namco was, uh, there were some weird things going on. Like it was kind of one bad thing after another. Like um, I don't remember if it was the game in Historian, but somebody did a pretty big in-depth thing. It's, it's worth watching, which I can't, shout it out because i have no memory but it is a shame though having gone back and now played the original game we're not reviewing that one but wow it is high quality and it's still fun like the gameplay is simple but it's still fun and i would dare say again i think holds up better than the original crash bandicoot um but we're not talking better, about that game holds up better than some other games <laughs> so let me just give you the history of the original clono on playstation <laughs> no, okay yeah so yeah graphically empire of dreams game boy advance the first clonoa game boy advance game gameplay wise it's a somewhat different game than the original clonoa graphics wise it's a 2d game so completely different but uh it's colorful and there's basically five worlds and each world looks very different 
but you have basically seven levels in each world, and those levels look similar. Like, yeah, yes, one to seven looks similar, you know. And I, and I believe the music is very similar for each world. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. music. Uh, oh. Basically, I think you basically have one main track for each world. Yeah, so, so I, I got really yeah. bored of it quick. <laughs> I will say, I'll just go and say my take. I really like the music, but I really mm-hmm. do wish there was more than one per world. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad music. It's just the same. You know, again, yeah. like I said with the sound effects, it's the same again and again and again. And uh, I was starting to kind of tune it out and I was thinking I should just turn on a podcast now. I didn't out of uh, being a professional for the show, but I was very tempted to. Professional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if it had even two tracks per world, I would, I would love the music. I can't quite say I love it, though, because it is a lot to ask of a player to have the same track on basically seven levels. Um, well, what'd you think, Tim, of the music overall? Um, so I kind of got to just echo what you guys both said. I think the music and the sound effects are very high quality. Like, oh, yeah. the, it's very good samples all around. But in saying that, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I mean, you can only do so much on a Game Boy Advance, you know, game. And I think that they just put all their effort into making, you know, like just, you know, if there's seven worlds, seven really high quality things but unfortunately you run into the repetitiveness but i mean i got no reply i got no complaints really the music was pretty good no i don't either i like the music a lot it would have been over the top if every single level had its own track but probably not even possible in the game boy advance that's what i with all the other content i thought it was i thought it was middle of the road (laughs) all right one middle of the road and two correct answers so but again again, (laughs) it's because i just heard that same track seven times (laughs) and you got to remember johnny is very annoyed by things he's actually put a knife to my throat before because <laughs> yeah. I told a joke that wasn't funny. That sounds like me. <laughs> Incredibly I didn't violent. know where I was going with that when I was starting the sentence, honestly. <laughs> no. If people explain if people describe me, the first words they say is incredibly violent. Very knifey is what I tell people. He's very knifey. <laughs> very stab stabby. <laughs> yeah, very stabby. I'm glad this show is never taken out of context. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah. Nah. I'm all, but, currently on the run from authorities. <laughs> there are people who've always taken me and Johnny literally. Johnny, you know who I'm talking about. I have an aunt who oh, yes. uh, yeah. I think took us yeah. literally. Well, there's other Very people much. in our lives who found us intimidating. Yeah. Uh, because our, I think they thought a lot of what we said was true. The former <laughs> pastor at a church we grew up in told us that once. Uh, and this was a guy that I thought we had a really great relationship with. <laughs> yeah. Like well, he like he was being honest with us one day. Or maybe that's why he could tell us, though, because we were. Really, yeah. So I took yeah. it as a compliment in a way. But yeah, me and Johnny were always just we were always joking when we were together. And yeah. at church, we were always together. And we were always, in my opinion, everybody just kind of saw us as goofy and didn't take us seriously. Right. Yeah. He kind of confided in us one day when we were like young adults, like probably 20 or something. He's like, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. I've always thought y'all were very intimidating together. I remember. Really? It. I remember. I don't know why I remember it so well, but I think it was uh, when we were caroling, wasn't it? Because <laughs> we were Maybe in a van. Was, we were all in yeah. a van together. And I think we were caroling, I believe. I just remember being really surprised. Yeah, they don't, like, they don't do that anymore that in the world, do they? I don't think people. In, do people right? carol? I don't think I don't so. I mean, they did on Bob's Burgers so. once, but they did. That's a great episode. Yeah, we should go caroling and just sing uh, gang music. You should like, wear the Noah World Three. Didn't <laughs> didn't you got didn't Trevor used to wear like these questionable band T shirts back then? Like so, like you oh, go yeah. so that's probably that's one of my favorite. Not that's one of my favorite que- stories. Not questionable as in quality of the band, but he's wearing huh. like you know. 
corn I wore a corn, I wore a corn long sleeve shirt to a youth to, camp, church to youth, camp. Yeah, so to youth, uh, to youth, <laughs> that's very to youth Mennonite church to youth camp. Mennonite church camp. <laughs> <laughs> After I just come back from Woodstock, uh, whichever uh, one it was, ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, where I mean, we started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Klonoa, yeah, the music I think is really good. Tim thinks really good. Johnny thinks middle of the road. Y'all anything else to say? I mean, oh, so the only other thing is uh, the game is repetitive by nature. But if you think about it, a standard platformer is extremely repetitive. It's true. This one just, to me... If you think about it, any game is repetitive. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was it's talking true. about like Halo and Fortnite the other day. Like, if you think about it, how many times you play the same app and yeah. just kill, it's kill, re- kill? Yeah. It repetitive. sounds insane. Like Mario, technically, bullet down to repetitive. Yeah. Uh, any video game is can be boiled down to being repetitive after a while the only thing this one does to mix it up is like once or twice in every world you have an action stage they call it yeah like a snow like you get to snowboard yeah the snowboarding yeah that's fun i will say if you're trying 100 percent the game i think it's very doable on the normal stages most of the gems you'll come across just from regular playing but the action stages for whatever reason have a hundred gems and once you pass them you got to start the level over if you want 100 percent because mm-hmm. it's auto scrolling. So yeah. if you're trying 100 percent the game, the action stages will be your ruin. But if you're not, they're pretty fun. So yeah, um, I made it. There's five worlds, seven levels plus a boss each, at least roughly. I was in the fourth world today, and the game has battery backup, so I do plan to finish it eventually. I was in the fourth world. Um, the fourth world so far has actually felt a little different. I'll say. I think they've upped the game a little bit as far as the cleverness of it. So that's fun to see. Like, it's the fourth world. They're bringing in new ideas. Um, so, yeah, that's how far I've made it. So, obviously, I guess spoils that I didn't hate it. Anything else before we get into our reviews, though? Nope. Well, I'm just going to get mine out of the way because y'all say you're both strong and won't be affected by me. <laughs> um, I might be. I have. Uh, so... The most negative thing I can say about this is, for some reason, I feel like it's not the kind of game that I could play every day. Because it's weird, because I felt like, I was feeling like it's a little bit repetitive, which is weird to say, because it's actually got more variety than a normal platformer. But I think it's because of the slot puzzle element. It feels like a little bit more work than your average platformer. And because it feels like a little bit more effort, although it's not that hard, honestly. I'm in the fourth world, and it's not that hard of a game. Like, it's honestly pretty stinking relaxing. But it feels like a little bit more effort because you got to figure things out and, you know, progress through the level a little more, a little more deliberately paced. So for that reason, I feel like if I play like four or five levels back to back, I'm like, okay, I think I need to put it away. God, sorry. <laughs> I need to put it away for a while. But I don't think that's a negative because this is a handheld game. I think that makes sense. I think it's a perfect handheld game in that aspect. Um that being said, there's, I, there might be a secret world. Maybe that's why you collect the gems. I'm not sure. But if there's not, there's roughly 35 levels plus five bosses, which I think is very reasonable. Uh, they're not super short levels. Um, I think I still prefer a straight-up platformer, but this game's made so well, and it's still got plenty of actual platforming in it, that, that I enjoyed it a lot. Um, then you take the quality of the graphics and I enjoyed the music, you know, more of it would have been nice. 
I'm actually going to give Klonoa an 8 out of 10. That's 8 shining rabbit slash cat ears. Um, Johnny, you go ahead. I think we'll make a sandwich. All right. Um, I told you guys in the chat that when I was playing this at first, I was unsure of it. But the more I played it, the more time I gave it, the more I was digging it. And that's that's the truth. Uh, I think this one takes some playing through before you can decide if you really like it or not. I know it sounds weird, but that's just how I felt Yeah, as I was playing it. I definitely prefer a more uh, point A to point B platformer, and that is not this. Um, and I do think what you're saying of this is not a – the way I was thinking of this game is uh, even though I played today and I saved my spot, I'm okay not playing it again for a couple of days. I don't feel that need to play it again yet. Uh, and, you know, a game like Mario or Sonic, uh, when those games come out or whatever, I'm like playing those daily pretty much trying to beat those games. I don't feel that same need here. That being said, it's still a very quality made game. The graphics are really good, despite that some of the levels do look kind of simple, but it still looks good. It's very bright and colorful. Um, the, we didn't really touch on the controls and how they feel, but they're very responsive. Oh, yeah. Uh, the controls are very well done. Uh, I, that's very much a positive for me there. Uh, I don't mind a little bit of light puzzle solving. In fact, out of me and Trevor, I probably like puzzle games more than he does, oddly enough. And um, so I don't mind that aspect of it. But I do think what Trevor said is true. That maybe is a reason why it sort of feels like, <laughs> and it sounds really dumb because you're playing a video game, but it sounds like it's a little bit of extra work <laughs> than what a platformer sort of requires you normally to do. You get to engage you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the music definitely gets repetitive no matter how good you think it is. Uh, the sound effects for sure get repetitive. Uh, and while, like we said before, you can boy any video game down really to being repetitive it's at which what kind of level of repetitive are you and this is a pretty high level of repetitive to me uh with the music being the same uh the worlds even though they look different once you get to different ones if you're all on level one uh world one they all those worlds look very very similar except for the skateboarding one which was really fun um i'm very torn on this because i did like it I am totally cool going back to play. I do want to check out the PlayStation game Trevor keeps bragging about just to see if I would like it because it sounds like I would. Uh, I'm going to give this Klonoa, though, a a 7. I think this is a solid 7. I would definitely play it again. I didn't hate it, uh, but I feel like maybe the sequel will be even more fun. I want to check it out. That's that's how good this is, I will say. It does make me want to play this the sequel to this. All right, Tim. All right. Um, I, I can't really disagree with anything that's already been said. Um, you heard us talk about, never mind. Well, I mean, maybe I that can't, I can't even joke about that. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, I can disagree with that, but not involving Klonoa, this, the game that we <clears throat> were kind of talking about here and there between other subjects. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to say the number first and then say why I'm giving it an eight as well. Ooh. I mean, as as a handheld game coming from someone, I haven't really played um, the originals, so I can't really judge them other than what I've heard. But um, these games are solid, solid platforming, um, unique platforming, 
by taking the the mechanic from the original games and working it in, which I think they did very well. Uh, the light puzzle elements make sense. Um, I feel the levels are they're color. The graphics are colorful. Uh, the sprites look great. Um, the the levels are well designed and they're different enough for a handheld game. Um, the the like I said, I think before the uh, the sound sampling. The music, though, you know, maybe it is a little repetitive. Um, the music is outstanding. Uh, the uh, the the voice samples, like his voice, even though I guess you could say that's repetitive as well, but it's excellent. It's well done. You can tell that this game was not just thrown together. They they used the hardware and the... They, I think they really took the capabilities of the Game Boy Advance and they got a lot out of it. They did a really good job. So... Um, and as like you guys said, as a handheld game, it's a great game. Like this is a game that in 2001, if I would have had this game, I would have played the the heck out of it, you know, mm -hmm. and I would have really enjoyed it because it was just just unique enough to set it apart from a Mario or another platformer. So I'm giving it an eight. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. yeah um, and we're in good company. Even on the low end, this was a, I don't know how it sold, how the original sold on Game Boy Advance, but it was critically acclaimed. Uh, GameSpot back in 2001 gave it an eight. IGN gave it a nine uh, in 2001. And Nintendo Life re-reviewed it when it came out on the eShop for the Wii U and they gave it a nine. So this is a, that's the reviews I could find. It's a well-respected game. Um, that being said, that wraps up Klonoa. 887, very solid. I do recommend you check it out. I do not know how much it cost. I've had it for quite a while, so it could have gone up by now. I'm not sure. We also just um, said it's on the eShop, right? On the Wii U eShop. Oh, Wii U. Switch oh, doesn't yeah, have yeah. Game Boy Advance games yet, which it should, but you know, Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I don't, unfortunately, I don't think this has been re-released anywhere. Hmm. It's possible for the future because, you know, the original games got re-released. Which is wild because Namco like re-releases their stuff constantly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking it up now because I actually don't know where else you can play it except, you know, on certain, you know, certain means. means yes. No. Klonoa GBA. $45 loose, $50. Ooh, 50 bucks, yeah. Yeah, 50 bucks. Yeah, um, find other means. <laughs> here's a here's a shrink wrap copy for 380. Yeah, I saw that. And th this is the sequel. Oh, this one's yeah, 380. Yep. Oh, the sequel. Yeah, the sequel's like 90 bucks oh, loose. Whoa. Oh, dang. Disgusting. Yep. So yeah, oh, it's uh, it's pricey. Yeah. Oh, so go go yeah, play yeah. that and say that uh, retro blizzard <laughs> yep. yeah B buy a if couple pay, copies send some our way yeah, um, if you pay 50 bucks for a loose copy of this game i think you'll be pleased ooh. i like the uh i, I like would never Japanese tell you to, i would never tell you to spend 50 bucks though so I, uh, I, I wouldn't either though if you know what you're getting into at least you're getting a quality game in this one i would try right? it first before you spend 50 bucks but yeah uh, yeah yeah was, uh honestly tim a lot of the times i love looking at japanese art on most games because uh, they're always different and cool <laughs> I, 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 I don't think this is really a hot take, but I tend to think the Japanese box art on most things is actually a lot cooler looking than oh, yeah. our art. Oh, that's sure. not a hot take at all. I think most people would agree with you, including yeah. me. So, yeah. No, it's like they were not afraid to be detailed and extravagant and like yeah, an the American ad, came yeah. and come up. It was just, yeah. 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 Unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. But right. I don't even know whose picket is next. So I won't put you all on the spot, but uh, well, we'll have a game coming soon. Well, yeah. coming soon, yeah. Yeah, we didn't think about this ahead of time. Uh, but uh, yeah. so Klonoa uh, is uh, pocket approved. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a very quality game. Go check it out. Um, also, check out our Patreon. It's just RetroBliss at Patreon. Uh, go there. We're about to record and give you all those nasty details we alluded to before. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's going to be such an R-rated <laughs> episode. <laughs> just the best of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we thank all you blisters out there for all your support and for listening. Uh, we very much are very grateful for that. But for Tim, for Trevor, I'm Johnny. Until next time. Keep Tre- on clowing. Uh, I was going to let Trevor do something. Very okay, bad. Trevor, do something. No, he, he failed me. I'm going to cut it off now. You failed me for the last time. Uh...